Okay, Best Bench Babes, it's Beth, and I'm so excited about our show today. I can't wait to introduce you to the insanely cool Taya DiCarlo. Taya is a realtor in the Los Angeles area, happily married, mom of two darling little surfer boys. She's a roller skating diva, hella funny, and a pro at making real estate videos look easy. Taya is a complete package, and I think at the end of this interview, you're going to want to wish that you were besties with her. So let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Taya, thanks for being here. That was like the sickest like <laughs> intro ever. I love it. I love it. Well, we're, I, I'm glad you're here. We've had some technical uh, difficulties behind the scenes that you and I figured out. And so now yes. we're here having a conversation. Yes. And I can tell you, if, if anyone is thinking, how many blondes does it take? It takes two. It takes two blondes. <laughs> it takes two blondes. To get the podcast up and rolling. We got this. Yeah. Well, I heard you speak for the very first time at Tom Ferry Success Summit a handful of years ago. Oh my and God, I, was I didn't like, realize you were there. Yeah. So I I think that was my first year of coaching, but I was kind of like, I didn't really know people. So I was kind of like in the background and I was like, I, I like her. I want to be friends oh. with her. Like, how can I make this happen? And so I, we're here today. Here so we I, are. And then you and I bonded over lipstick at probably the, was that the last elite retreat. Wasn't it like, like mangrove? Was it mangrove? The I bought the two that you had and yeah. I still rock those Mac, those Mac yes. sticks. I'm like, these are good colors. I need to know what they are. Yeah. Hey, so whenever I- you're feeling sad, just put on a bold <laughs> lip and, and everyone's like, Oh, you're so dressy. And you're like, nobody noticed. I don't have anything else on my and face. Like, except and I haven't washed my hair in a week. So. Right. You're like big sunglasses, red <laughs> lipstick. Everyone's like, Ooh, she's fancy. She's glamorous. <laughs> Well, I have a bunch of questions for you. So you want to just jump into this? Let's do this. All right. My first question is, what's your big why? My big why is my family. Um, And that includes my husband, my children, my dogs, my mom, my dad, um, the whole thing. And I know that sounds kind of cliche, but my big why, and my friends are included in that too, because I feel like as cheesy and cliche as it sounds, like your friends are the family you choose. For sure. Right. I love that. And, um, and I really, this is kind of philosophical, but like my profound reason for living is to like be happy. Right. Just that. to, well, just to I be feel happy. like that feels how you live your, that comes across in like what you put out on social media. You appear like yeah, on the days when you're like yesterday, when you're like, I didn't sleep great. You're like, you'll get that real you. But like, I feel like 98% of the time you're like, my life is freaking awesome. Yeah. And it, and you know what, and it comes with, with its own struggles. And yeah, there are days where I don't feel like getting out of bed. Um, in fact, I have a quote on my wall right now, um, from David Goggins and it says, 
your mind says no, you say, this is just what we do now until it's like breathing, face the mental pain until it's easy, until it's the new norm. And for me, it's like, there are some days where I'm like, I, some nights I can't sleep, some mornings I don't want to get out of bed. And sometimes you have to honor those feelings and mm-hmm. be like, okay, my body's telling me it needs more rest. And then there are other days when you're just like, no, your mind is being a total biatch and you're like, yeah. shut up. We have stuff to do. And, yeah. um, and you just move forward. And, and I think, you know, we'll get into this, but it's like, look, I'm not naive to think that life is not challenging and sometimes is sad and sometimes mm-hmm. is hard, but it's the lens in which we look through it. Um, and I've just learned to lean onto the positive stuff because fear and negativity is like a rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, and paralyzing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It can suck you in and that's not fun. And if there's anything I've learned, especially in this past year is that life is so fleeting and so short mm-hmm. and that we don't know when our time's going to run out. So we better get to actually enjoying it. It's so true. Are you well, so like all about living joy or like, are you a person that does great daily gratitude journaling? You know what I used to, and then I got really busy. <laughs> I know I'm so lazy with mine. My journal looks at me every day and I'm like, I should pick you up and do something with you. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say this when I'm feeling really down and, and I do have my valleys where yeah. I'm like, Oh, I feel like I've gained some weight. I'm feeling bloated. I'm tired. I'm, I'm irritable or whatever I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I am not my feelings. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to pick up the journal. Like a, a coach told me back in 2014, he's like, every time you're in the weeds, like imagine yourself in like a hot air balloon and you're like rising up above your, your life. And you're looking at everything from this like, you know, big elevated view. And you're like, okay, well, from the big grand scheme of things, it's not that bad. Right. Right. You know what? It's not that bad. Let's focus on what's in our control and let's just focus on the on what you're grateful for. And every time I go back to that, it helps get me back on track. I love that. It's so easy to just get sucked into like the the stuff that it doesn't really mean a whole lot, but it's usually like, oh my God, it feels so big when it's happening, but it's like joyous, way better. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want people listening right now to be like, this chick is really cheesy. (laughs) I'm like, no, the other day I put on enter Sandman in the gym and I was like, whoa, I mean, I think I also put on, um, this just goes to show like my age, uh, rage against the machine and, um, and disturbed. Do you remember disturbed? Disturbed was like a punk rock, like hardcore, you know, you you grew up in California. So you had way more, just Rug, Google it, awesome Google it in Minnesota <laughs> down with the sickness. I mean, like whenever I'm in like a bad mood, I'm like, it, like sometimes I envision myself at the gym. Like what if you could have like little sound bubbles above people's heads to like, see what they're listening to. Yeah. Cause you judge people on based on their looks. Right. <laughs> yeah. People, people look at me and they're like, Oh, she's probably listening to like Britney Spears. And sometimes I am, but sometimes I'm yeah. listening to Metallica or like <laughs> something really hard and I'm just getting in it. So, I mean, believe me, I have a dark side too. <laughs> it's not the worst thing ever. It makes you more multifaceted, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, so prior to real prior to getting into real estate, like what tell me like a little bit about your backstory. Uh, my backstory, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area in um in California, duh. And um I went to University of Oregon. Um I graduated with a degree in journalism. Um I thought I was going to be a newscaster. Um, because secretly I wanted to be an actor. 
but my parents were just like, you know, we're not going to support you going to being an actor. And I was like, well, great. I want to be on camera. I guess I'll, what's I'll be the segue a, to get. Yeah. To I was yeah. like, I guess I could go to journalism school. So I graduated with a degree in journalism, but I figured out really quickly that I hated reporting um, because I'm way too emotional. I don't really want, if someone's crying and something traumatic happened, I don't want to say, tell me more. You oh know? no, I would like, be like, <laughs> Oh, I would like put yeah. my arm on them. They're like, you're not supposed to yeah. touch them. I'm like, okay, this is not for me. Um, <laughs> and so I actually did, um, move to Los Angeles to be an actor and I did okay. pursue that. And I was a lifestyle TV host, which was much more fun and exciting. Like it seems way more up your alley. Though, oh, totally. Know? I was like a travel host, a cooking show host. I mean, I kind of, I did it all. Um, and I did some, you know, comedy acting, improv, um, some things like that. And it was really a happy, fun, but challenging time in my life. I faced a lot of rejection um, and a lot of adversity in that living in Los Angeles with no money in my bank account. Um, but can't even. yeah, oh no, it was really hard. But um, shortly after college, my dad, you know, encouraged me to get my real estate license in 2006. So I got my license after graduation in 2006 and I never used it. I just had it. Oh, funny. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. You just so, like sat there and you're like, oh. oh yeah. I was like, I'm never going to sell real estate. I don't <laughs> want to sell houses. That's lame. That's boring. Right. I don't want to sell shit. Um, and so I supported myself by working at Nordstrom and um, was a top salesperson there. And until one day uh, there was a writer strike in Hollywood and there was not a lot of work for actors. Yeah. And um, this woman came up to me and she was like, you know, you'd be really good at selling real estate. I was like, I actually have my license. Um, and <laughs> well, so, idiot lady. Yeah. And so um, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, encouraged me to quit Nordstrom and really take a step back from performing. Mm -hmm. He's like, if it's meant to be, it'll follow you. Um, and so I did. And um, I started as a real estate assistant um, to a top luxury realtor, um, you know, doing Sunset Boulevard, you know, That's a great way to get your feet wet in the business. Oh though. gosh. Like white glove, yeah. you know, five-star service, like Santa Monica, oh, awesome. Brentwood, like all of the luxury Beverly Hills, all the luxury places. And so I got a lot of hands-on experience and, um, and actually that was when I booked a really big TV hosting gig. Um, and I was, <laughs> I was like, Oh wow, this is convenient. It's sucking me yeah. back in. Um, so I, sorry, I hope I'm not, not blabbing, but, um, no, I love it. I was a TV host for an NBC affiliate, um, up in the Bay area of all places, okay. the San Francisco Bay called a uh, best of the Bay where I was the weekly and weekend TV host. Oh, um, yeah. So it was like, you know, I feel like, but you were that, living in LA doing but I was that? living in LA. So it was okay. flying back to San Francisco oh, shooting wow. for this NBC yeah. affiliate. Um, and still kind of pursuing real estate. And then ultimately I stopped working for that realtor um, and the, the TV hosting job dried up. And that's where I, I started from ground zero in okay. 2013. 2013 okay. was like the first year that I was like, I can do this. I'm going to do this. Do yeah. And I sold $929,000 worth of real estate that year, which, you know, for the math whizzes is about $22,000. Yeah. You're like, that's, you probably made more money when you were in college. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I absolutely did. I was broke as a joke, newly married, and then found out I was pregnant. Um, and I was like, yeah, I hit the, he's like, with you. wow. He's like, you are a glutton for punishment, acting in real estate. You're really winning at life. Um, and so I got into Tom Ferry coaching. Um, you know, this is a genuine plug 
for their system. Um, but I got into coaching and that very next year, the year that I was pregnant, um, I sold $10 million worth of real estate. And yeah, that like was the, night and day. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time that I was like, I can do this. Yep. Like I don't have to give up my passion for, and my like zest for life. Like, cause I had this correlation that was like, Oh God, I'm giving up on my dream. If I'm going to pursue this job that. in real estate, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause I think a lot of realtors are, you know, are characters in a sense where like you mm-hmm. don't grow up. And if you do, you're rare, but I mean, you don't grow up going, I'm going to be a real estate agent. Um, sometimes you just kind of stumble into it and I you're, did. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're a natural salesperson and you're bubbly and vivacious. And like, that's what real estate is. It's selling a lifestyle. It's being personable mm-hmm. and dealing with, uh, emotional people. You know, you have mm-hmm. to be a great communicator to be right. a good salesperson. So, um, and then quickly after that, I mean, once I got a taste of success, I was like, like no turning back. There's no turning back. <laughs> and then lately I've learned how to marry my past talents with my, um, with my business. And it's been a recipe for success. And now I'm just having fun. Well, I think like, you know, I got licensed, I think I read like 20 something years ago. Oh my gosh. And back then I was in my mid twenties. You didn't, you didn't mix like your personality. Like, you know, like that's what I love about watching all your videos on social is it's like, that's who you are as a person mixed with your career that you happen to also be fantastic at. So, but like people didn't do that back in the day, in the old days, the old school real estate, it's like, there was definitely like the way you dressed, the way you talked, the way you marketed, the way you didn't market. And like, that's why our podcast is girl, get your face off a bus bench. We're like, what the hell are you spending money? Like, don't, that is how you did it in the seventies. Like we don't do that anymore. Yeah. I actually, my dad's a broker and I teased him the other day. I was (laughs) like, dad, when was the last time you got a new headshot? And he was like, that's a great photo of me. And I'm like, dad, I'm dead serious. I'm like, how old were you in that picture? It has like sepia tone. He's wearing like, like he's wearing really like a, cream, anymore. a cream sweater. And I was like, dad. And he goes, and we did the math. He was 37 years old in that picture. And I'm like, dad, I'm fucking 39. Like, come on, come on. I was like, I'm going to hire a photographer. To and he goes, well, I need to go on a little bit of a diet. You know, I look really good in that picture. I'm like, dad, you were 37. Like, stop it. And your clients meet you and they're like, yeah, I'm that, like, dad, that, who is this? Exa- and you know what? He's not the only one. Oh yeah. It's There's a amazing. bunch of them when out meet, there. When I meet agents, you're like, oh my, oh wow. That is not at all what you look like. No. And yeah. that's, emba- it's embarrassing. So, right. I mean, that, I feel like that ties into your theme of this show. It's like, <laughs> get your old picture off that bus bench. Right. <laughs> well, okay. So what initial, you already, we already talked about like what, how you got into real estate. So let's jump into like, you started a team. Was that last year or the year yeah, before? That was just, I, that was actually just during like COVID five, just five months ago. Oh, holy shit. I'm like, I'm lost all track of time. COVID's like fried my brain. Um, Okay. So well, what made you think like that was going to be the best next move? Oh my God. To be honest with you, I really necessity. did. <laughs> yeah, it was necessity because it was January of 2020. I had just let go of my like part-time assistant. Okay. She was like 20 bucks an hour, fresh out of college, like didn't know what she wanted to be doing. She wasn't a good fit, like great girl, sweetheart, but like just wasn't a, a good fit from what I needed at that time. And my manager sat me down and, and I was like, I don't know where my next deal is coming from. Everyone thinks that, you know, I'm this like, like 
hard hitting realtor. And I was like, I'm paranoid about where my next deal is coming from. And he's Mm -hmm. like, well, you need a real assistant. Like you need a like licensed salaried, like, you know, grown ass woman assistant. (laughs) And I was like, you know, or grown ass man. Um, and I, and I was crying and this was January, 2020. Oh, wow. Okay. Right this before is, the world shut down. Yeah. Oh, get yeah. this. He was like, when are you going to start drinking your own Kool-Aid and believing in yourself? Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, well, what if I hire her and I don't sell a house? And he goes, do you really think that's going to happen? And I was like, <laughs> yes. And he's like, just fucking do it. And I was like, okay, fine. So I, I hired Maria in March of oh, 2020. God. Okay. Literally went through the whole process interviewing. I hired a brand person and we developed Taya's two cents in yeah. the beginning of March, 2020. Okay. I hire Maria. I get her onboarded literally 72 hours later, the world shut down. Oh, my God. And well, I, you're in California. You were shut down way dude, longer than the rest of us. I literally, I just looked at my husband who had panic bought like $500 worth of groceries. And then our refrigerator went out. <laughs> I saw that you had groceries in a cooler outside yes, on the door. front porch, on the front porch. <laughs> and I literally, I just dropped everything, went into the pantry, shut the pocket door and just started bawling like someone died. <laughs> and I was like, this is it. This is it. It's over. My, my worst career. fear. Yes. My worst fear. <laughs> this is it. And, um, and then, you know, you dust yourself off and you're like, okay, yeah. I have to problem solve. Like, what can I do? And I was like, well, maybe this video idea was a blessing in disguise. What if I doubled down on that? And so I just was like, I guess she's going to work remote. I don't even know this woman. You yeah. know what I mean? And you just had, I had to trust in the process. I I'm still with Maria. She's my angel. Um, I would, my business literally has exploded by over 400%. Um, I went from during COVID during COVID my highest year ever was like 17 million back in like 2019, Mm -hmm. 2018. It was like 15 million sales volume. Um, last year we did 37 million and and this year we're past 52 million and we're on track to do 65. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. So did you make any other hires besides Maria? Um, so I hired Maria within months. My business was like a do, 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 do. And yeah. just like taking off. Um, I did hire a buyer's agent last fall. It wasn't a good fit. It was short lived. Okay. Um, so she was kind of in and out. And then, um, and I do have like one friend of mine, buyer's agent who now sends me referrals. Like she was on the team, but she lives mm-hmm. in Massachusetts now. And so she just sends referrals. And so I send her referral fees and we have like Sweet. our arrangement. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until several months ago that I hired like two full-time buyer's agents. Um, one who Minka, who I met on TikTok of all places. Oh, really? Yeah. Met her on TikTok. She reached out to me we started DMing and then we met in person for coffee and I was like, you're in man. I was like, I believe in you. Um, and she's Tom Ferry ecosystem as well. And then, um, Diane Herlovsky, uh, she has been, you know, a mutual friend of mine for a long time and is experienced in the commercial world. And she was like, I'm the squeaky wheel. That's not going away. I want to be on your team. And That's I was awesome. like, you know what? I like your enthusiasm. You're you're in. So That's now, so awesome. Well, now we're a team and I have support and I was able to take like my first vacation ever with my family and it's been amazing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's being a big girl. I have two agents on my team and a full-time marketing director and it's like, oh my God, how did we get here? Yeah. And well, and at a certain point, I think if you grow organically- yeah. It's much more comfortable because I just hired a marketing coordinator like less than two months ago. Okay. Um, because again, like it was just like too much. Yeah. 
to handle for just Maria. So now she's able to focus on client care and organization and scheduling things and checklists. Um, whereas the marketing stuff is all Esther. Esther is like handles everything. And then I can spew out my creative ideas and she can help me get organized That's and actually awesome. bring them to fruition. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, what, what advice would you give an agent that was just thinking about getting a team or has like a new little baby team? Like what, what have you learned along the way? Um, I've learned that, you know, I'm the type of agent, I'm not the drill sergeant that's going to be making people come to the office at eight in the morning and cold call and that sort of thing, because I, that's just not my personality. Mm -hmm. Um, but we recently had a team meeting in person where, cause I've been having a plethora of business that I can't handle. And that's where I'm handing it off to them. And so they're like, Mm -hmm. and what's really great is that when you come from this place of like prosperity and like giving to others, Mm -hmm. their instinct is not to take more. Their instinct is I want to bring something to the table. I want to be worthy of being here. Right. Right. It's the opposite of what you actually think it's going to be. Cause a lot of times people in the team go, well, that's not really equitable for me. If I handle it myself, then I'll get more of the lion's share. Right. And it's like, well, I'd rather have a whole lot of something than a whole lot of nothing. Than all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I, we're 50-50 on my team. You bring a deal, I get 50%. If yeah. I hand a deal off to you, it's 50%. And we don't That's slice awesome. it any other way because otherwise you get into the weeds of the ticky tacky. Yeah. Well, I knew that person first and that person was in my CRM. Fuck it. 50-50. <laughs> no questions asked. Just get it done. Um, and like, I would say, if you're growing a team, start with one agent because, and, and find out exactly what their expectations are. Cause now Mm -hmm. after our team meeting, Minka and Diane were like, we want to know how to fish. We want to know how to be better salespeople. I want to get more business on my own. And I was like, well, I'll show you how I got to this point. Right. Right. So now I'm teaching them how to cold call and I'm doing more hands-on training. I didn't have time to do that because I hired them in a desperation mode, right? Right. So if I could do this all over again, I would have had my systems in place sooner. And I would have started my team at a point where I actually was growing my business versus Mm -hmm. like busting at the seams desperate Mm -hmm. for help because the systems were not tight when I brought them on. I think that is a huge thing for most real estate agents. You're like, what comes first, cart, horse, do I have a system at all? Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons Tom Ferry is always hammering that in our heads all the time was just like, you know, like get your shit together. So you scale know what it. You're doing. Yep. Yeah. Find out yeah. what works and then scale it. Yeah. I'm still muddling my way through that. Same. <laughs> Same. It's a, it's a work in process. Right. Work in progress. Well, excuse me. How do you do it with like motherhood, you know, motherhood, <sighs> wife, video, extraordinaire TikTok, ex, you know, you're a TikTok <laughs> maniac now. Like, how do you do it all? Like oh you're, God. you know, rocking a bikini at the beach with your kid doing oh, surf lessons. Like, how do you do it all and still um, like keep sanity? Hire a therapist early. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> um, wow. I will say this. Um, you know, if I think as salespeople, we, naturally bite off more than we can chew, mm-hmm. right? We're aggressive. We're hungry. We're overachievers. I, that's, I mean, salespeople are like, 
Yeah. I joke with my husband. I'm like, ultra competitive Taya. Like, you don't want to play a board <laughs> game with me. Like, I like I don't go easy on my kids if we're playing Nintendo. I was like, you lost my turn. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but you have to you have to pick and choose, right? There's an ebb mm-hmm. and flow. Um, and if you know what your why is, back to what we started with, yep. and you know what's really important, um, there are days where I'm just a workhorse, right? And there are days when I'm not. Like this weekend, mm-hmm. my buyer's agents are going to be holding the open house for the new listing. Next weekend, my husband's out of town and I'm launching two, two plus million dollar listings. And you're... And, you have to, and I'm going to be by myself and, and there's, yeah. and there's soccer and there's baseball and it's like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. um, and hopefully no surf lessons in between, um, as much yeah. as I'd want to go to the beach. So you have to ask for help. Yeah. You cannot be like, I was raised by a single mom, you know? So, and I remember my mom doing it all and mm-hmm. absolutely being insane. Mm-hmm. Bless her I heart. Love her. But like, I don't know how my mom did it. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I remember just being like, mom, you're crazy. And she's like, you're making me crazy. And now I, and now I get it, um, yeah. but you can't be a martyr. Yeah. No one ever said you should do this on your own. Mm-hmm. If you have the resources, even if you don't have the resources, create the resources, like ask a friend, sign them up for camp, like see if the gym has daycare and yeah. utilize your time in the best way that you can. Um, because you want your kid, you want your kids to have the sports and the camaraderie, especially right. like now in this day and age, they want human connection. Like, um, how do I do it all? <clears throat> I don't, I don't like, I, I mean, like I will say this, there are times where I feel like a shitty realtor and a shitty mom, just keeping it real. Yeah. And sometimes a shitty wife. Um, okay. and I think that like last year I did a really good job of growing my business and being a mom, but not a great wife. Right. Okay. Where my husband felt neglected and like, I, I won't divulge too much cause he's a very private person. <laughs> um, but, but this year I'm like, no, 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 this, this is something that is important. And whatever you, whatever, what does Tom Ferry say? Like if whatever you measure will improve, mm-hmm. right. And whatever, look, whatever, whatever you, you focus on expands to exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I decided, you know what, I need to focus on my marriage and mm-hmm. self-care. Because are you, are you guys like date nights? Like this is our date night. Yeah. Like, get tonight, ready, dude. We're going out tonight. We're going to go see, um, Kygo. Kygo is okay. like a, a DJ, like electronic dance. Like we're both not even really into it, but like another couple invited us. We're like, all right, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. So we're going to like, guys good about scheduling that sort of thing. Um, we're getting better at it. Yeah. Cause he, he's, he's a so very hard. Yeah. He's a very successful business person as well. Right. And, um, you can hear my dogs barking. Um, and so we're, you know, we're in therapy, like yeah. as everybody should. Oh, I, my husband and I, like, I put it, that out on social media. I'm like, we yeah. always say Janet is our marriage therapist. And anytime we have any like bumps, I'm like, do we need to go in for a tune up? And he's like, yeah, I think we should. Yeah. It's his marriage therapist from his first marriage. He goes, yeah. I want to go to her. She already knows all my shit. Yeah. And there so, you go. And what, <laughs> so every once in a while we just schedule a tune up. Yeah. I think you have to. In this you have industry. to. You and, and just in life in general. I mean, I'm really grateful for Dr. Dana. I actually have my call with her um, today at three. And it's just, even when things are going well, I think that mm-hmm. we should, you know, stay and stay present mm-hmm. to what's important and what's working and what's not working. Um, because the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. 
Absolutely. And that goes for, you know, people, anything, anything that goes for friendship that goes for brokerages, right? Yeah. Oh man, maybe, maybe if I switch brokerages, like, yeah. you know, Taya's at Compass, maybe if I go to Compass, my business will improve. Well, wherever you go, there you are. Yep. There, there's, there is a, <laughs> you're I'm the not, common denominator. Right. Yes. Like, I, I love my brokerage. My brokerage does a lot, but it's like, People need to understand in business, wherever you go, there you are. I want everybody yeah. listening to Google Adam Sandler SNL travel agent. And there's this funny spoof where he's like, you know, hey, I could get you this package to Italy. But forewarning, if you're depressed here, you will be depressed there. Like <laughs> if you are sad in New Jersey, you'll be sad in Sicily. Like he's just like, you know what I mean? And this, this is the honest to God truth. So I think we all just need to be present to the fact that like, you know what you, you have to find joy within Mm -hmm. and then that will overflow into other things that you do. So I thank you for saying that I'm accomplishing so much as a mom and, um, you know, and I'm definitely having a lot of fun doing this. And there are some times where it's crazy behind the scenes. Um, but Your children you know, look very well adjusted via social media. I drag them. I'm like, smile. You'll get a donut. <laughs> you got to show the, the the funny stuff too. That's like last night I shared that video of us like posing and then we both dropped them and they like fell in the sand. I was like. It happens. Yeah. yeah they're so cute. So cute. Thank you. Um, all right. Let's talk about videos. Like something that I feel like you're becoming insanely famous for is all of your videos your Taya two cents video like went insane last year like you talked about and then now you're becoming like this tiktok real estate sensation (laughs) like how did all of that come about that you know it just doesn't happen overnight yeah um my business coach uh jason pantana had said to me he's like you know you're doing video for your business but it's very sporadic and Mm -hmm. i'm not really clear on who your audience is you don't really have a schedule of when you're going to be sending these videos out. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I highly recommend you do like a weekly show. Mm-hmm. And so it took me about a month of brainstorming ideas, you know, everything from what's my objective, who's my audience, what's the topic going to be, you know, it needs to, it needs to have a, a vein like of mm-hmm. where I'm heading. Right. Um, and so I decided these videos were going to be the knowledge broker right? I'm going to be the knowledge broker. I'm going to teach people how to transact, right? Like, and what are the obstacles? People don't know. They literally have no clue. They don't. Even if someone's bought three properties, they forget. They don't do it every day. Right. So I decided I would be the knowledge broker and, um, and that I would teach people everything there is. I mean, even if, if, even if it's like slightly design inspired, whatever. So that's where it started from. And so I content bank now, um, And in the beginning, it was like, I had a lower end videographer and mm-hmm. the, the beginning of my Taya's two cents back in like March through about July of 2020, they're from you my recording home, it in your house, in right? my house, they yeah. were in, in my, in this very room actually. Um, and it, it worked for, for the most part, but then I decided to up my budget per mm-hmm. the, you know, the suggestion of my coach was like, he goes, look, you're selling multi-million dollar homes. Like you should have higher end videos. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> ouch. Yeah. So, I mean, full disclosure, I'll spend anywhere between four to $6,000 a month on video. Doing um, videos. Yeah. So I go in studio with Ricky and we shoot once a month and we knock out in bare minimum four Taya's two cents videos, which are three minutes okay. or less. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, anywhere from 12 to 20 short form, you know, 30 second, one minute long, like TikTok bite size. TikTok reels type stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Once a month. So that's so outfit changes. That's topics, ideas. Like that's all of that that you have to plan yeah. for. And well, ladies pro hack, um, you, you go to rent and you rent all your clothes. Well, you were, you did that for that cute yellow outfit you yes. wore at some event recently. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. My big Super banana cute. suit. Because you can't wear a yellow jumpsuit more than once. <laughs> oh, people you are know? like, we already saw that. They're sister. like, no, that we're over work. it. <laughs> <laughs> Super smart. But even just planning for that, like that takes, that takes a lot of work outside yeah. of selling real estate. Absolutely. And I think, yeah. again, I, my my manager was like, when are you going to start drinking your own Kool-Aid? I just was like, okay, I'm just going to trust that this is going to work. Yeah. Right. Cause you're basically like lighting money on fire and you don't see that, that return right yeah. away. Um, you know, until people now call me and mm-hmm. say, Hey, I want you to list my million dollar house, my $2 million right. house. And I'm like, Oh my God, how exciting. Like I'm not even interviewing for the job. Right. They're like, no, we yeah. want you. Yep. And I'm that's like, awesome. I'm like, that's exciting. Where, why, why me? And they're like, oh, well, I've been following you for a while now, and I just knew that when it was time for us to sell, we would just use you. Yeah, come list me calls. It's like the holy grail of real estate. If yeah. anyone's listening, that's not in real estate. That and that's agent the to call agent you referrals. want. You know yep. what I mean? Agents who call me and they're like, I want you to help my friend. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your name always pops to the top of the list anytime in the Tom Ferry ecosystem. Like I need a Los Angeles agent. Oh yeah. I'll tell you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, and that's because I've, I've earned that like notoriety from mm-hmm. just repetitiveness, mm-hmm. just making sure that, I mean, that's marketing 101. How do you get in front of the most people on a consistent basis? So when someone is through that sales funnel, they think of you first, right? Repetition. The consistency of your videos is what really impressed me. Cause I think that's where most real estate agents just fall off the bandwagon. Right. Like we were talking about the podcast earlier today and we're just like, okay, like this is like a, at least like a year game for sure. But yeah. you can see why people fail. Cause they're like, Oh, six months in, they're like, this is a shit ton of work. I'm not getting the results that I want yet. Yep. And people don't really realize the long game of it. Nope. In anything in life, consistency. actually. Yeah. Working out, I could translate that into all sorts of areas <laughs> of my life. Yes. Working out, following a food plan, exercising. <laughs> hey, you know what? We we all have our things that we, that we struggle with that are challenging for us. And it's like, we know that consistency is key in anything, but yet sometimes our actions. So it's like, how do we change our actions to match what we're thinking. And that takes us back to like that quote from David Goggins, right? Like your mind says no. Yeah. And you just say, not today, (laughs) not today, (laughs) Satan. Um, You know, where it's like, this is just what we do now. Right. You just, you have to kind of be crazy about it and have these inner monologues, you know, with yourself and and actually, well, and it's like, it's so easy to just like ignore it's so easy to not ignore it. I should say the voice in your head because the voice in our yeah. head is loud all the time. Yeah. Or waking up in the middle of the night or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Always. Yes. What would you tell a newer agent starting out that really needs to like just jump in with social, social media? Like what would be the advice you would tell them? Well, I would first say, I would first say, you know, you have something that most successful agents don't. And they don't realize that 
they have the gift of time. And okay, meaning what? Meaning they have time to put in sweat equity. Oh yeah. Busy. Oh agents, yeah. Before they're getting yeah. productive. Yeah. I don't, I don't have time to, you know, call expired listings. Right. I don't have time to circle door knock around my listing. Right. I don't have time to follow up on leads. I don't. I, I can yeah. only handle so much. I am one person and I'm a mom right. and a wife and all these things. Right. So now that I know what it's like at, behind the wizard's curtain. Yeah. Right. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like if I really knew, if I knew then what I know now, I would have hustled even harder to take business from the big dog agents. Yeah. Cause they're not following up. They're not following up. I, not I would doing all the things when I think that there's a, a misconception, there's a misunderstanding with uh, newer agents. They think if they just do social media, that they're magically going to get this business. It's not going to mm-hmm. work that way. Yeah. You still have to take the traditional methods and marry them with the new age methods. So mm-hmm. for example, if there's an agent in your office that has a, a really luxurious listing, right. And they're from your office. I would door knock around that listing and say, you know what? Someone from our office just listed a house down the street. Did you hear about it? You know? Yeah. You know what they're asking for it? Yeah. What do you think your house is worth? And the person usually goes, I don't know. You're the agent and be like, well, (laughs) at what, at what price would make you a seller? Right. You never know. And it's like, I would put in that sweat equity and I would start logging those conversations because the more conversations you have, the more appointments you get, the more appointments you get, the more contracts you get. It's a numbers game. It's a total numbers game, but no one wants to put in the fucking work. Yeah. So I would tell a newer agent, put in the sweat equity consistently, right? This is what I just told Minka, my buyer's agent. I gave her like a plethora of ideas. I was like, look, you can circle door knock around all of the listings that we have coming up. We have three three great listings, like $6 million worth of listings right now. Super easy conversation. It's a warm conversation. It's a warm conversation. Exactly. I was like, go door knock, go. And when you go to do an open house, don't just be like a blind squirrel waiting to find a nut, like show up ready. Yeah. Study the other inventory. Like you can't just be a dumbass. Yeah. You actually have to learn things. You have to study the market. You have to know your numbers. So when people come in, you're that trusted resource. And they're like, oh my God, we've been to four other open houses and no one else told me this info. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And you here's say, my card. Exactly. You'd be like, here's yeah. a list of all the houses that are open today. But by the way, there's five listings that are not open today that are still available. And if you want to go Ooh, see those, let's, yeah. let's schedule an appointment. Yeah. Oh, we're already working with an agent. Oh, really? What's their name? Uh, and it's like, no, they're not. You know what I mean? It's like, just, yeah. So there's so many different ways you can do it, but in a nutshell, marry traditional with the modern but again, consistency is key. Yeah. The the funny thing is 80% of the people don't want to put in the work. Cause it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. And you just have to choose your heart. Industry is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. But you know what? Neither is uh, flipping burgers or, you know, being a mechanic or whatever. It's like, everything is a grind. Yeah. And like pick your hard, right? Pick your hard. You just like you, you have to be mentally strong and know that if you put in the work that eventually it won't be hard. Right. Eventually it'll just be easy. And people call you and say, Taya, we want you to come list our house. And be like, like, okay, I'll be over at Tuesday at five. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 
This is a fun conversation. Well, tell us how people can find you. Like what are, how do you want people to find you? Oh gosh, they can find me anywhere now. Ever since I hired a marketing coordinator, I'm like, (laughs) that's that's actually one more tip I want to leave with people. Um, My husband said to me a couple months ago, and this is what inspired me to hire a marketing coordinator. He goes, well, what if I'm not on Instagram? How am I going to find you? Yeah. Because I was only hyper-focused on Instagram for a long time. And I was like, ooh, that's a really good one. So now that I have a marketing coordinator, you can find me all my content on a regular basis on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, my website, LinkedIn, you name it. I'm on all of those things. Just Google Taya DiCarlo um, and you'll find me. But you can start at my website, tayadicarlo.com. And uh, from there, you can you know, play around and go whatever the wind blows, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) If you're a TikToker, if you're a, uh, if you're on Twitter, like I'm, I'm everywhere. I love your TikTok videos, by the way. Like I love how just like funny and just taking the real and making it ridiculous. And yeah, you have to, you have to laugh at this or otherwise there are days you're going to be crying, you're crying your eyes out. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's, and that's funny too. document that. Right. Shit. <laughs> True. True story. That was almost us earlier this morning, before yeah. we found my buyer's agent's condo. She's like, I'll just go out to lunch. Her cat's roaming around here. Oh, that's great. Oh, God. But yeah, I love, I love your tenacity though. You're like, Hey, I'm going to get this done. Come I'm like, we have water. things scheduled. We're figuring this shit out. Yeah, today. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. Well, okay, let's recap the show. We had an awesome conversation today. Thanks, Taya, for being here. It was oh, so much fun. You're fun welcome. to hear about like, you know, where you were, where you are. It's awesome to watch your journey. Um, and thanks for the tips. I think some newer agents will find this super valuable. And I appreciate your time. Oh, thanks it was for being my here. pleasure. Thank you for having me and good luck to oh. everybody listening out there. Thank you. Well, until next time, bus bench babes, keep your face off a bus bench and keep being a badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.